Welcome to Identity Church Sunday Morning Message, where sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. Okay, Identity Church, it's good to see you today. It's January the 3rd, Sunday morning. Pre-recording this, so I look like I'm in my backyard with all the plants and vegetation. So I just um, want to tell you that uh, we have finally ended the year 2020. So 2020 hindsight is definitely uh, in our rearview mirror. I want to I want to share some things. First of all, I want to thank you for your faithfulness and your ties and offerings and giving. You've been faithful. And for those who don't have the number, the text to giving number is 386-753-3233. And, uh, you know, you can give on the giving app. You can give on the website. Um, you can put checks in the mail. We'll take them. <laughs> so I'm just going to try to get my picture there. I want to share with you something that the Lord's been put on my heart, what we're going to need for 2021. I want to call this message the tune-up number two, Hebrews chapter 4, 11, 12, and 13. Um, it's, it's imperative, I believe, in this next season that we get into the Word of God as, as, as believers and let the Word of God do what it's supposed to do. I want to read to you uh, verses 11, 12, and of Hebrews. I want to break it down. I want to share some things with you that I believe are going to be absolutely necessity as we as the body of Christ continue to uh, fulfill our callings. Hebrews 4.11, let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. It's interesting that that, that, that rest he's talking about is up several verses up. Uh, I believe it is the eternal rest, but I also believe it is a rest from the toils and the troubles of this life. And uh, I think 2020 was an indication that we definitely had some toils and some uh, uh, troubles. And so I have found as a pastor and mentoring a lot of people that, that when I continually go back into the word of God and I can get people back to reading the word, uh, the relationship with the Lord comes back into proper alignment. And so um, I believe that, you know, it says, let us to strive. You know, the Bible says don't strive, but this says to strive to get into that rest. You're going to have to work at it. Uh, I figured it out. I'm going to have to get up early sometimes, and I'm going to have to read my Bible, and I'm going to have to figure out why uh, I'm frustrated or why I'm not getting the wisdom I need. Because the Bible says very, very clearly, he who la- asks for wisdom, uh, he gives it to us liberally. So, um, you know, I just don't think. He's always going to give it to you in a midnight dream, although he does. He's not always going to give it to you in a prophetic word, although he does. Um, but I believe the foundation of the scriptures uh, is going to be the life-giving source that we need from here on out. So strive to enter that rest, that rest that, number one, you know you have eternal rest, and you have rest for your trials, your tribulations, your things there. Verse 12, for the word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit, of the joint and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Let's break that down a little bit. Um, you know, there's there's seven facts about the Word of God right here. Um, 
the Greek word is Z-A-O, is to live, to be full of vigor, vigor, vigor uh, energy, to be strong, powerful, active, and it translates to be quick. That's used 112 times in the New Testament. Um, the other Greek word that is translated into powerful and effectual is E-M-E-R-G-E-S, that Greek word, powerful and, and effectual. And, and then the Greek word T-O-M-O-T-E-R-O-S is the word sharper. This is the only place that you see this word that separates the soul and the spirit. Okay, so the word, what, what he's saying is the word of God is sharp. It's so sharp that it can separate the soul from the spirit. And right now, with, with what's going on in our political arena and our environment, we need to make sure we get in the word of God and we separate what is emotions and what is coming from the spirit of God. What our spirit man is hearing is from the Holy Spirit and not entwined with our emotions. And so I really believe that, that, that we're going to have to do that. Uh, piercing even to divide us under the soul and the spirit. See, the word of God will separate what is emotional. The word of God will separate uh, what is emotional and what is spiritual. And then it even says to divide the joint and the marrow. See, joints, uh, a marrow is the life-giving portion in your innermost bone. Uh, it's the life. It's your life. The blood is in the life. Uh, life is in the blood, brother. Um, but it will separate the joint and the marrow. And then it says discerning the intents of the heart. Uh, this this is an interesting scripture here. It discerns the, the, the intentions of the heart. I want to go to Jeremiah 17, uh, 9 and 10. It says, the heart is deceitfully above all things and, and desperately sick. Who can understand it? That's a question. I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. There it is. He, he's, he's separating the heart and the mind. To give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. So, so the heart is deceitfully wicked. If we're not careful, we will deceive ourselves. This is where the word of God comes and separates what is emotions, separates what is truth. And so um, when you go back into 12, for the word of God is living and active. It's powerful. It's sharp. It will separate, uh, divide the soul and the spirit the joint and the marrow, and discern the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, I, I did a little research. It, Twelve symbols. Twelve symbols for the Word of God. What, in other words, uh, the Word of God is, is called a hammer to convict in Jeremiah 23, verse 29. It's also called a fire to refine. So the Word of God is a hammer that will bring conviction. It is a fire that will bring refinement. Those are both Jeremiah verse, uh, chapter 23, verse 29. The other thing is it's a mirror that reflects, and that's James chapter 1, verse 23. Um, the other uh, symbolic uh, symbol for the word is a seed that multiplies, and you'll find that in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Um, the fifth symbol is a laver to cleanse. You know, when you get in the word of God and all of a sudden uh, the rhema word just turns powerful on you. Um, 
it, 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 it puts you in a place where you can just be bathed in the word by the washing of the word, by the washing of, of God's word. And so that's what a labor does. Uh, number six is a lamp to give guidance, which is Psalms 119, verse 105. Uh, he lights our path. The word of God would light your path. Number seven, rain and snow to, refet, to refresh. Man, have you ever been so dry? You're just like, God, I got to have, I got to have some water, some water of the word. I got to have some refreshment. Then it says even snow. Now, it's wintertime. You know, some, some people up north are catching the snow. I don't know if they feel like it's refreshing or not, but that's Isaiah 55, 10. Um, a sword. Number eight is a sword to cut. The word of God is designed to cut you. Um, you know, so many times the Lord um, will have me be, re I'll be reading scripture and it's like a dagger has, has just pierced my heart. And I realize because I'm looking at it, the mirror and the reflection, I'm not living up to what the word says and it cuts me. And that's, that's the circumcision of the heart. And then I go back to the labor and then I go back to the cleansing. Um, and then if that doesn't work, come on, God, bring the fire and refine me. Um, number nine is a bow for revenge. Really, the word of God actually will defend you. When you hide behind, when you apply the principles of this word, it becomes a bow which will go out and pierce your enemy. Um, that is Habakkuk 3.9. And then um, another thing for symbol for the word is gold to enrich you. That's Psalms 19, 7 and 10. The word of God is valuable. Uh, the word of God will uh, give you uh, enlightenment, wisdom, and you will prosper as you read the word of God. Uh, number 11 is power to create faith. That's Romans chapter 10, verse 17 and eternal life. First Peter one, verse 23, power to create faith. Uh, number 12 is interesting. It's also food for nourishment. And, and I've broke this down when you break it down into, uh, it's almost like maturing steps. Uh, so here's some food, milk for babies in first Peter uh, 2, 2, chapter two, verse two. Um, bread for the hungry, Matthew 4, 4, and then meat for men. When you start becoming mature, you can actually get in the word of God and find the meat. And that's Hebrews chapter 5, 1, uh, 11 through 14. And then if he's going to feed us, you always got to have dessert. And that's honey. Honey is for dessert. Um, anytime you, you find some mysteries of the kingdom, you'll find that it's usually uh, tastes good. It's sweet. It's like a dessert, and that's Psalms 19.10. Um, but these are, these are some uh, symbols of the word of God, and I really believe it's, uh, it's, it's applicable if we will start cherishing the word more in 2021. Um, it'll be that hammer to convict. It'll be that fire to refine. It'll be that mirror to reflect. We can find seeds, and it will multiply. The labor to cleanse us, a lamp for our guidance, rain and snow for refreshment, a sword to cut, um, a bow for revenge. 
gold to enrich. I believe there's there's so much wisdom in the word of God that when you're in a business deal or and you're in a negotiation, you can you can hear the word of God. He'll bring a scripture about uh, and 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 you will prosper. Power to create faith, food for nourishing, whether you're a baby, whether you're a, new, a newborn, you need bread, meat, or honey. Um, you know, I just, I want to go back and uh, I'm going to read that verse 12 again. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit. And I really believe the body of Christ right now. We need to start dividing our emotions and what is the word of the Lord. Corporately, uh, personally, uh, within our relationships. And then it says, uh, dividing the soul and spirit of the joint and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Man, when you get into the word of God, sometimes you, you're naming it and claiming it. You're holding on to 25 year old promise. You're holding on to a promise about your children, your spouses, um, your ministries, your callings. And man, if we're not careful, um, we will deceive ourselves. And I, I really believe that, that this is the year we're going to have to go back to the foundation. Here's what verse 13 says. And no creation is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed in the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. I, uh, I know in my past I have brought things to the Lord and told him, but you said. And as he breaks it down, I realized that it was an assumption. It wasn't a, a declaration from the Lord. And, and I had to go back out and realize I was adding to some promises. I was adding my motives and my thoughts on how he was going to do it. And so uh, I'm, I'm on a course right now to reevaluate everything that I believe God has told me. Every God, everything God has showed me and, and what I'm doing in ministry, what I'm doing in business, what I'm doing in relationships. And I'm, I'm really trying to spend time in the word because no creature is hidden from a sight. You realize that's not just you. That's those that you're in ministry with. That's those that you are in relationship with, your spouses, your children. And, and I believe God wants to give us insight because we are and we will give an account to the Lord on that. But I am finding, um, as I've been mentoring and pastoring, um, that there's a lot of Christians who we've, we've gone to the super grace message. Sometimes we've gone to the loving God, which he is, but we have, um, negated really getting in the word of God really searching out a matter um, and having the awe, you know, the awe. All of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm, I've read this a hundred times and I never saw that. And, and, and it's, it's, it, it's, it's a mystery that God could have that written, written in the scriptures, hide it for 25 years. You know, my favorite chapter in, in the whole Bible is, chapter uh, 11 of the book of Mark. And here in the last 60 days, I've read it again. And I have found 
new evidences of God's love, new evidences of his purposes in what he's doing on the earth. Uh, so it, it's active. That's what he said. He said it's active. It's, it's alive. Uh, it's living. So if it's living, it will change as your circumstances change to give you the wisdom to go to the next level. And then you know, like somebody, I just heard someone just say, oh, and it never changes. Well, the perspectives change. Um, how God will uh, reveal things change. His purposes never change. His character never changes. Uh, I think sometimes God's grace uh, comes in and we think that 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 is the Lord's best when really what he's doing he's given us a grace to mature he's given us a grace to come into his presence he's given us a grace to get into the word of God and maybe uh, sever uh, some woundedness sever some some false beliefs uh, of false identities in our life but I believe if we'll if we'll get into the word of God take our time and, and, and not just get in the word to find a new message to preach, but get in the word of God and let it change our heart. Here's what, here's what it says in Psalms 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there's any grievancing way in me. Anything that grieves you. Here's what he's saying. Lord, Search me and know my heart. Why? Because I can't know my heart. My heart is deceitfully wicked. If I'm not careful, my, my wicked, deceitful heart will put me on the wrong path. And so I have to be honest with God and say, I want you to try, my, try me and know my thoughts, know my heart, and see if there's anything in me that grieves you. Now, trust me, I've prayed that, and I have found that some of my... Um, mannerisms, some of my go-to statements is grieving the Lord. And so I've had to do some cleansing, getting back into that labor, uh, getting back into the fire to refine. Because um, I really don't want him to bring a hammer because he can. It's what the word of God will do. He said, I'll bring a hammer and I'll bring conviction to you. But I would rather present it to him in a manner that is uh, loving, kind, sweet, and supernatural <laughs> instead of uh, some big exposure thing that, that I've got to go back and repent to 16 different people because I've said something or I've done something that has been offensive because I grieved God first and then I grieved people. Um, and see if there's any grievous away in me and lead me in the way everlasting. In other words, I want to be upright in my heart to where I will not affect people's uh, opinion of God, people's uh, everlasting is what it says. They're the eternal. I want to represent the kingdom well. And the best way to represent the kingdom well is to get in the word of God and let it cut me, let it separate my emotions and my spirit, let it separate um, uh, my thoughts and my intentions of my heart. I believe that that the body of Christ has got to become more mature in the word of God, 
Now, I'm not talking about legalists, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about saying, Lord, you're God, I'm not. And uh, I want to represent you properly. It's January the 3rd, 2021. What are you going to be in 2022? Are you going to be prepared to do the ministry God called you? Are you going to be prepared to weather the battles and the storms that are going to come with us this year? They're going to come. You know, it's, it's not an it's not an if, it's a win. And I want to be in a better position in 2022 than I am right now. I'm not bad, but as I've been spending time in the Word, I'm finding some things that have been emotional and not spiritual. I'm finding some things that um, if I continue to go with some of my thoughts, the intentions of my heart will be revealed. And uh, I don't want that. And thank God for the cross and forgiveness and mercy. But I just, I just bless you. Um, I want to tell you that this has been three weeks that we have not met corporately. Um, but we will meet, be meeting next Sunday on January the 10th at 10 a.m. back in the building. And I want you to social distance. I want you to be um, use wisdom. If you've been around someone with COVID you, and you're not feeling good, be wise. Stay home. Uh, you can watch online. You can uh, be loved on by the phone. Uh, you can still participate. But I just I just want to pray. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself over to the Lord to separate some emotions and spiritual things because I want to definitely uh, be in a better place a year from now. I can say that from last year to this year, I'm in a better place. And I want to continue uh, to let God do that. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for uh, it is alive. It is active. And God, I'm asking us, asking you for all of us to become hungry, to be fed uh, from your table, from your table of the word, and let the word bring life to us. Let the word bring conviction to us. And let the word mold us into your image. And I thank you, Father, for the mysteries that are buried in the word, that are life-giving. So, Father, I thank you, and I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. This, con this concludes today's message, and uh, I bless you. I hope that you've had a, a good vacation, a good Christmas and New Year's. Um, I hope you've social distance from those that could have messed with you health wise, uh, but use wisdom and, and I bless you. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church. To know more about us, go to identitychurch.net where you'll find resources such as a calendar, media, and upcoming events. You may also download an app for your mobile device from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Then from your mobile device, you can hear our messages. 
read from the Bible, take notes, connect with us on the social media, and even pay your tithe. Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.